So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. Welcome to Phoebe. Is that it? I think so, right? That's the one? Yeah. I'm I was thinking... Phoebe, four eyes. That's for me, because I have glasses. Well, four and, and beard. Yeah. Well, that's what Phoebe means. Yeah. Four eyes and beard. And the beard We're going to say and the beard, but then it'd be fit the... Fit. Feet. 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 I can't. But is that how we... Welcome. Welcome to Phoebe. Is that it? We're going right? to have to keep working on it. I don't know. It seems like... It seems like everybody does. Yeah, that. no. Hey, let's Doesn't try. Everybody let's, do let's it. Let's change this up. If we say hi ho, do we get sued by Disney? Go. go well, we could say like, feed time. No, no, no. Terrible, right? <laughs> That's that awful. Like... <laughs> uh, how about we go? This is that this. just sounds like a crazy person shouting something out. Hey, it's show. Welcome. Hey, it's show. Welcome. Yeah, right. Not bad. But there's no. But the title we of the show need... is in there. Yeah, feed. Hey, it's your welcome, Phoebe. Hey, it's your welcome, Phoebe. It's a Mad Lib. Perfect. You people at home fill in an adjective, <laughs> a verb. We'll, we'll figure it out yeah, over time. Eventually. If you have a suggestion uh, as to how to start the show or to never do another one, <laughs> email us at a Gmail account. I forget what it is. Uh, I think it's. I think Whoa. it's four eyes and beard. Four eyes and beard show at gmail dot com or just four eyes and beard. I think it was. I can't Horizon remember. Beard. I did it late at night. Yeah, we did. Late no, for me. It was pretty early. No, it's and it late was during for me. the day. I was sitting at my desk at work. Oh. <laughs> as soon as it, as soon as the sun starts to go down, you have to understand. So this daylight savings thing is going to be great for you. Yeah, it changes my whole life. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, now I get up at like so. Basically, I don't set an alarm. Yeah. I just sort of we we uh, our bedroom has like two or three windows, so it's like there's always light coming in, and I just kind of wake up. Um, even like last night, I stayed out till one, which for me is like unheard of. <laughs> it's like really bad, but I still woke up at like five thirty. It's like as soon as the as soon as the the quality of the light changes yeah. in the room, I just wake up. I I, w- I woke up at about eight thirty. I was like, this is the only day to, for me to sleep in this month. That's it. And that was... Tomorrow you can't sleep in? I brought in? it to 8.30. Why can't you sleep in tomorrow? I don't know. I really didn't think about it like that. I guess I have two days. <laughs> well, if you're going to claim that <laughs> it's just, your only day <laughs> to guess, sleep in, then guess, the way to think about it... I mean, it, I didn't is, really is there think any of the other next day? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. 
so this is our this, this is, is our first episode technically. We already did a pilot which was really good. Thanks. It was probably the best show ever made. Yeah, you'll never hear. But we'll it. probably hold back on it. Yeah, because we want to. It have... was too good because we don't want the quality yeah. to be that high. We don't. We realized that we'd set the bar too yeah. high, and that we would have to try. We just want to get to that point. Yeah. When we feel like we're gonna reach our pinnacle, we'll just air the episode we recorded already. Yeah, that's our pinnacle. I think we should. I think the first twenty should be mediocre. Okay, and then we'll move on. I think we can do that. And then we can accelerate to like above mediocre. Above mediocre. So above average. average. Oh, is this See, mediocre? mediocre I don't think it was. I don't think. I think average is better than mediocre. But it, uh, I, so it's, if someone hands me a plate of uh, you know pasta and they say this pasta is mediocre. But if I was like, it's like, yeah, it's average. Uh, that I would be, I would think that was better. You would? I would be more excited to if eat If you were like, pasta. okay, so if I was, so anytime I go like, that's mediocre, you're like, ugh, it's uh, below that's average. Worse than but average. if I'm like, if it's average. I'm in. What's just above average? Just above Okay? A- yeah. Is okay better than average? No, I think, oh, that's tough. Okay. Okay, so we got mediocre. So here average. I get a, I get a, I get a plate of pasta. I'm like, hey, this is, yeah, it's mediocre. I don't want to eat that. If I'm like, eh, it's average. I would eat that. Because you'd be like, yeah, but if you said it's it okay, me. if you okay, it would be back with mediocre. I feel oh, like I average like, is above okay. Eh, it's okay. Yeah. Or what about, um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine is better than all three of those. Really? Yeah. So I think fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, it depends how you say it. Yeah. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Well, like if you're grading a baseball card or a comic. But see, so you got to say them all the same way in order to grade them. So I got to be like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Eh, it's fine. Eh, it's average. So everything's good. Eh. eh, it's mediocre. Eh, it's pretty good. Well, the eh, I guess, makes it all below yeah. average. You're really telegraphing your punch there. Okay, so I just need to be like, it's average. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine to me. I always sounds like... We're giving people ample <laughs> descriptions of this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're like, we'd like to use all four of those words to describe... Do we even... Should we even go over stuff we went over in the episode we might never air? I don't know. I mean, um, we did do the... Why we're doing a podcast, first of all. We did Because five the, people on Twitter asked. We are doing the... Or, we did do the origin on the pilot. Yeah. The famous... The world yeah. famous pilot. We did our origin story. Yeah. Which I guess we should do. I guess so. A condensed version. Yeah. Maybe there's a longer version. There is a longer version, on the, and you'll hear it eventually. Uh, Twitter asked us to do a podcast, so we decided to do a podcast. Twitter? Did you just I refer feel like Twitter to the did. program? Yeah, I refer to anybody on Twitter as the entity of Twitter. Like a Borg. Twitter, there were suggestions. Yeah. Yeah. Because we kept t- like talking to each other on the uh, on, on Twitter. On the Twitter. On the Twitter. Yeah. And people were seeing that we were communicating. And then people were like, how did you guys meet? Yeah. And we didn't say. Because yeah. we're holding back. We're holding back for our we're show right we would now. eventually do. We met in Montreal at the Montreal Just for Laughs Festival. We were on the same flight to Montreal. We were in coach. Yes. I had a window. Scott did not. I had a I had a middle. You had a middle seat. Which blew. But I was sitting next to... Uh, Brian Posehn's wife, and she's a manager. And I was being incredibly antisocial, as I normally am on planes. Yeah. I don't talk to people. I, I immediately people pull out a, I, I pull out a book. I don't have conversations with people. I put my headphones on. And that's that. Headphones are on. And on your headphones, it says, go fuck yourself. No, it says, listen, I'm listening to something that's not you. <laughs> Respect that. Um, I, but people still do it. Do you find you? that, I find that people in first class talk to you more. Oh, really? Than people in coach. Eh, I've gotten both. 
whatever. I've sat next to people in first class though, but I look pretty scruffy. So I like I, I tend to find like a lot of times I'll sit next to people in first class who kind of are like looking at me like you have lowered the bar of this experience. <laughs> Like especially you get on a six a.m. flight. Like I've definitely almost got kicked out of first class once because I was for um, what for beardedness. No, I was like, I mean, I look, I had a beard, I had all that stuff, but I had found like years ago when we were making mall rats. Uh-huh. Um, so we we're making mall rats, and Kevin had started dating Joey during. Post. This is Scott talking, not Matt. Yeah, I didn't make mall rats. <laughs> um, and so. We, he started dating Joey at that time. Yeah. And basically, like, I was alone. Like, we were both out here in LA finishing the movie, but all of a sudden, like, he had, uh, he had a girl yeah. and I, I was alone in LA. And I was like, all right. So I drove around a lot and just like check shit out. And I went to a, I'm on Melrose now. I was, no, we're not. We're on we're Sunset. On so I was on Melrose and I found a vintage clothing store and they had this like continental, um, it was like a, it was like a jacket for like people who, uh, for like baggage carriers or something, like people who like, um, you know, work down the yeah, tarmac. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a, a blue jacket with a, with a liner. And it was cool. So I bought it and, uh, I had it for years. I still have it. And I went onto the plane and basically sat down and, uh, I could tell the dude across the aisle from me was like, just looked uptight. Any mad dog in you? Well, it's like the, the, I was tired too. It was really early in the morning and this, and the, the flight attendant, um, walked up and they whispered something. And then she came to me and asked, she's like, can you come with me? And I was like, what the fuck's going on? They walk, walk me like to the front, kind of out in the, 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 the like tunnel thing. Yeah. And, uh, she's like, sir, I'm going to have to, uh, you're going to have to leave first class. I'm going to have to have you move the bag. And I was what? Like, and I was on a continental flight. Yeah. I was like, why? Like, what the fuck? And she was just like, you know, there's a dress code. And I was like, no, there's not. Are you crazy? I was like, there's no dress code in first class. I was like, maybe there was like in TWA or yeah. some shit, but there's no dress code. Or it's like, if it's an unofficial dress code, it's like, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> unofficial dress code. But she, but th- what happened is they thought I was a Connell employee. And there is a dress code if you're a Continental employee where it's like they thought that I was an employee who somehow gotten into the first class. And they're uh. like, you can't wear that. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not a Continental employee. And she was like, well, where'd you get that jacket? And I was like, I don't know. I just got it as a clean store. And then they started stressing me about they wanted to take my jacket. <laughs> <laughs> or I was like, it's not like a fucking FBI jacket or something. It's not like I can get into like. Like a, like a, maybe like a pilot's uniform. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like um my version of what's that fucking movie? Catch me if you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm gonna pretend to be a baggage carrier. <laughs> That's I'm gonna my buy, plan. I'm gonna buy Pan Am model kits to yeah. take the decals and make them checks. But I'm not gonna be cool. I'm not gonna be a pilot. I'm gonna be a baggage carrier and see how much pussy I get. Um. So yeah, they almost kicked me off. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. And then they. And then they. And then on the same fucking flight. <laughs> They, so another fucking flight attendant came from the back and was like, "Can I see your ticket, please?" And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what do you want from me? Like, wow, I work hard. <laughs> <laughs> I have rights. 
Oh, you're and, in this. And it was some fucking dick from the, once again, like everybody thought that because of my jacket that I was like, I didn't purchase that ticket or whatever. So it was some other fucking dick in the back who was like, Hey man, like I should have got an upgrade. I should have got my upgrade before fucking that baggage carrier. Yeah. And I don't want to say that I was representing the people and basically the rich, the 1% <laughs> were fucking like, Trying to get me out of there. They didn't want me in the 1% class. Wow, that was happening back in 1995. Yeah. Wow. Right after Lincoln died. That's fucked up. It was fucked up. Fucking Connell. Do you fly a specific airline all the time? No. To earn miles and loyalty? No. Me either. I should. Because I don't... How much do you fly? Like, how much do you actually fly? Like, I rarely fly, like, by my own, like... I, most of the time I fly. I mean, I do that more now, but like most of oh, no, the time, I I f- people buy me tickets. Wherever we fly to, like anywhere for Nerdist, I I buy my ticket. And do you have a pr- no? You just no. I take the cheapest. one I just go on Expedia. Yeah, I do the cheapest. Sometimes flight. the cheapest one is good, and then sometimes it's not. Jonah fucking booked tickets for uh, when we just went to Boulder and Austin. Yeah, and he booked these crazy fucking early tickets like 705 a.m on friday to leave to denver and then the one returning from austin was 605 a.m after we did two shows and just it was six o'clock in the morning we had to get up at 4 30 and i only booked them because he asked me to did you stay awake no you said you were gonna stay awake. i was going to but i was like fuck this i'm gonna take a nap I like I I do see like I I like those flights where I'm just like I, I I'm like where you're just, totally out of it and you just sleep. Yeah, I just hit the plane and then I sleep the whole way because I can't do a red eye. If you put me on a night at ten, it's like I stay up all night reading. We got there. He asked me to book. He asked me to go on that flight with him, so he didn't feel like he was traveling alone. And I was like, Why don't you just book a later flight? Why don't you just tell him like, Look, we're all traveling alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. The sooner you learn that we're all <laughs> traveling alone, we're all, all the alone. time. We're all we're alone. alone. And, uh, yeah, but floating to the universe, flying the way back, we both bought upgrades to first class. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Cause it was like 175. Nice. And it was worth it just to sleep. I don't, I, I fully I, reclined. I, uh, I'm an aisle seat person. I, I, you like the aisle? I hate the aisle. Uh, well, I hate the window. I love the window. Cause I have my, my bladder. Oh, you, is, you're one of those is about like half the size of a normal person's bladder. I'm certain my bladder. I have like an otter's bladder. My bladder is a hundred times the size of a human bladder. You're a camel. Like I literally have never urinated on a plane. I've never had to go to the bathroom on a plane. You never even like kind of waited. You never felt like a no. Never felt like I had to go and then waited either. I I pee all the time, so I'm like I want an aisle seat because I don't want to fucking ask people because get inevitably it's like you get people that are like. <sighs> And it's like, well, what the fuck, man? I'll piss on you if that's better than getting up in the aisle and letting me go pee. You should. I go into the I go into the window seat, and the only thing I say to the people next to me when they sit down, I say, don't, I, I don't hate worry. magic, and I never pee. <laughs> I hate magic. <laughs> I say, don't worry. I'm not going to move. I'll just curl up in this corner just to let them at ease because, you know. You think they sit down, they they're worried? Down, they sit down, they see a fat guy. They're like, ugh. I got a fat guy next to me. What is it? He's going to be all up in my seat and stuff. That's what they think. I see it when I walk down the aisles and people look at me and they're like, oh, fuck, is he going to sit in the middle? I was, we did, we did, uh, Smodcast yesterday and Kevin was talking about getting a physical and his entire dialogue about it was about what his perception of 
the doctors. <laughs> like it's all about like what every what the doctors thinking. He's like, I just gotta imagine that this is what she's thinking. <laughs> And you just did the same thing. Well, that's a, that's all you imagine when people are staring at you. I mean, it's it's certainly gotten better since I've lost a but, shit ton of weight. I mean, it's not you know I don't get the same looks that I've gotten. But do you, do you are people staring at you, or are you assuming that people are staring at you? No, I put that on them. I think you believe that they're staring. I at believe you. they're staring at me. I don't know that they actually are. And you don't want to confirm it. No. What do I ask? Are you staring at me? What yeah. do I say? <laughs> I need to confirm something. Are you staring at me? <laughs> That's how I will say it to them. In a panic? Yeah. Uh, where were we? We were talking. Story. So we were Montreal. on the plane to Montreal. <laughs> I was being antisocial yeah. in the middle seat, and I was reading. And then... Uh, I was in the window. I saw you on the plane. And I was like... And then I heard you. And I was like, oh, that is Scott Mosher. It was me. Yeah. I was in front. Yeah. I was close to the front of the, the coach. Yeah. But so near the end of the flight... Um. <laughs> That's the landing. That's the landing. The plan landing. <laughs> um, that was awesome. We have sound yeah, effects here. Um, so then I totally forgot it. Melanie. Um, so this important person. Um, I better. I'm terrible with names. I need to know names three times. Anyways, I four times. Marissa, Mel- Melanie, Marissa Lee, Melanie, uh, Mel- Marissa Lee, Marissa Lee, Marissa Lee. Uh, we started talking, and uh, she knew Kevin, and so we talked a little bit. She's like, "Why are you here?" I was like, "Oh, we're doing the podcast because we were going to Montreal for just for laughs." Then we got off the plane, and as we sort of exited the plane, then we all sort of we had to go to customs. We had to go to customs but before we got to customs. And the customs line, uh, she introduced yes. us. Yeah, and that that was it. That and was then that was it. We and fell then we were, in love. Yeah, in customs. And then we were told that that was not legal to fall in love at in customs. customs. And then we went through customs, and we were both granted entry into the country. After the I country. was like, I don't. They asked me what my profession was. I forget what I said, but it wasn't a good answer. Whatever I said wasn't a good answer. Were you me. were you joking? No. Or you didn't make a joke like no. Oh, it's like what, comedian. It's always weird. What do you say? What, what do, do you I say? say? I don't know. I don't know if they ever asked me. What is your profession? Oh, they don't ask you shit because you're a dual citizen. They don't care. Like, I you, just wink. You could yeah. <laughs> you just <laughs> you just wink. Say hey. I just show them my maple leaf guy <laughs> tattoo that I have right here. Do you? No, that would be amazing. Well, I got through faster than you because you, when they ask you your profession, you said racist or something yeah. that obviously um, hater yeah. of all people um, kept you there longer. And it's then, Melanie, you're right. I was Melanie. wrong. It's not Marissa. It's Melanie. It's Melanie. It's oh, Melanie. Fuck. God damn it! You made me doubt myself. Do we have to go Don't back? Never do that again. I don't have to go back. You, if you want to go back and edit, Mel, doesn't matter. Melanie, who's lovely, who's great. We've only, I've only met her. I only met her for that like that short brief time, so I don't know why the expectation. Yeah, I'm supposed to remember everybody's name. name. We'll never forget it now. Um, so then I left. I left early, and the reason, and the second reason why we became friends is because of Gary Shanley. Yes, because I didn't know whether to wait or not. I mean, honestly, our conversation was pretty short, so we didn't really fall in love. I think we. we, were, we I think our conversation was. It was decent. It was a good connection. It was a good. It was a good customs conversation. Yeah, for customs, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of customs, it was forgetting. Yeah, maybe no, it was, no. yeah. But I, 
I definitely like got to the end and I was like, oh, do I wait or do I go get my car? Because I knew there was like a car service. Because you got a car service and, and I didn't. Yeah. I got I, a van. You got I, a van. That I shared with uh, Weird Al's bass player and Jonah. Anyone else? Jonah's girlfriend, Deanna. Well, there you go. That's not bad. Probably somebody I mean, else. if I was traveling with other people, I might have got... I might have... Yeah. I wasn't traveling with other people, though. I was by myself, as far as I knew. No, you were with the Nerdist. Yeah, I guess. But you're with the Smodcast. I know, what but they made you, What if they there. made you wait at the airport until the next night? <laughs> I mean, we're only sending, like they asked we're only you to sending do it. one car. We're sending one car, eh? We're only sending one car. You know how much gas is? <laughs> Gasoline? <laughs> Petrol? Have you seen the prices? <laughs> Your Canadian's not great. No, it's not you, good. You're not gonna. It's not good. You're not gonna make money on that. <laughs> Who does? Rick Moranis. <laughs> okay. Uh, other people make money being Canadian. No, I'm just saying on the Canadian accent. Just someone making money solely based on the strength of their Canadian accent. I mean, you know, Bob and Doug McKenzie was probably <laughs> was probably the greatest. That's true. That was the heights. That's true. That that Canadian. That was, yeah, that was the pinnacle of Canada. And it was a bummer that that movie didn't do really well because it was a really good movie and it kind of, it, there could have been more. I, I just saw FUBAR 2. You just saw FUBAR yeah. 2? I was flipping through the channels and it was like playing on some version of the movie channel, like some, like 1855. And I stopped. And, and I watched like it. skeptical, but then it won you over. I enjoyed the tone of it. I enjoyed, uh, Those guys are great. It's yeah. really funny. Fubar two was fantastic. It looks really. I I hear Fubar one's really good. Yeah, Greta actually has seen Fubar one, and she said it was very good. I somebody I know has a DVD for me, and I just kept. I, I never run into him, but I'm gonna see Fubar one soon. Let's make this happen. We can. Uh, Why don't we put on a screening of Fubar and Fubar two, and we'll have Brad Bird speak just for fun, just <laughs> just because he does that sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> we hear that you're really funny. Somebody, I'm, there's people. We're in like kind That's of a Gaston. fish bowl. Gaston's the owner. Oh, okay. Hey, Gaston. I have never done I'll wave a, at him. Now this is like somewhere in between. We're in the fish bowl, and it's like it's kind of somewhere in between a live show. He's not looking at me. Gaston has a really good beard too. He does. Well, he's not looking at you because he assumes that we're trying to record a show. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> I get easily distracted. I'm sorry. You are. You're like a fucking. You're like a little. You're like a kid. Yeah, I am. I'm a. I'm a child. Like a child. I have a child's face. So anyways, we met, we went out of Montreal. If you want to know the other, so, so the other, the reason Gary Shanley is like, I was going to walk away from all this. <laughs> I, 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 I had not completely committed to the relationship at that point. Right. That was only five minutes old in fairness Listen, to me. I was, I was ready for it to go away. I, I, I had figured too. I was like, oh, well, we'll kind of bump into each other. I don't yeah. know if we'd exchange digits or anything at that point. If I can say that. We did. Should I not say that? Digits? Yeah, you can say that. People should know we have phone numbers. <laughs> I know, but that that expression. The expression we sh- it's okay in Canada. Okay. Yeah. So we, and then I was, I walked down the long ramp and I was like, do I wait? long <laughs> You walked down the long ramp. <laughs> there was, it was a There's long sad ramp. music playing. There was a long ramp. I walked down and the only reason I paused is because Gary Shandling was down at the base of the ramp. Yeah. With like somebody and he was going to get his bags and he was on the phone or something. And I totally was like, I'm going to eavesdrop on Gary. Oh, how do you not? And yeah. ha- hear what he has to say. And, yeah. and then like, kind of like by the time he was done, I turned around and you were there and I was like, Hey man, I was waiting for you. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I thought that was genuine. No, it was for Gary. No, Shandling. it was for Gary. 
That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, and then we watched. We tailed Gary Shandling for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, and then we were discussing whether or not Gary Shandling would have a car, and then whether or not you would have someone waiting with a sign, and then whether you would be in a van. And I like, assumed I would be in a van. I correctly <laughs> assumed I would be in a van. And we all went in there, and I had a pretty ornery driver. And then at that point, just so we don't double up, yeah, you should go listen to Smodcast number Smodcast something. Phoebe. Oh, Smodcast number, Smodcast number something, and then Nerdist number, Nerdist something. number something. Our live Montreal's. shows from Montreal tell the tale. Yeah, after that point. Yeah, but nobody knew up to that point. I think ours might just be called Nerdist Montreal. We had Reggie Watts and uh, Bill Burr on that episode, so it might be by their name. I don't know. Yeah, my ours is like live in Montreal. It must be like one seventy or something like that. One sixty. I think a couple people know. tweeted that like. One of us ripped each other off on the story or something like that. That we ripped? What do you mean? Like, so, like. That we doubled down yeah, on a or joke? Like, yeah, no, like, yeah, like, Scott said the same thing about cocaine or something like that. And I was like, we, well, we well, were, we're telling the same story. We were telling the same <laughs> exact story an hour apart. Well, I was first. Yeah, you were. Yeah, because our show was at midnight. Yeah, ours was not. I can't do stuff at midnight. I had to do something at literally midnight the other like last night, and I was like, I just am like, I don't. Uh, it doesn't improve my disposition. I don't like midnight things at all. I don't like when things start at twelve. It's like that. Then they might never end. Twelve o'clock's a witching hour. I just I remember when I was in Vancouver and Kevin was making a uh, catch and release, and I just kind of went up there to hang out <laughs> for a couple of days. Forgot he was a man. And uh, he was like, "We're all midnight show. Fucking Batman Begins." And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. But I was like, I don't, I'll never go to another midnight movie again. That was your last one? Yeah. The last midnight movie I saw was Machete. Yeah. How'd that go? I enjoyed it. It was fun. I just, I, like, I'm done by, I'm done by like 11, generally speaking. So don't you like, you though, want... don't you like going on a Thursday night to see no. the movie that comes out on no. Friday? And then when you wake up the next morning, it's already in your head. You've seen it. No. And, I don't care. Well, fine. I don't have like I I've, guess Phoebe's done everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um as we discover each other <laughs> there might be some issues, we might some fights. Hate each other. I I don't have that thing where I'm like, I gotta go see it. Yeah. Like if if it's a movie that I really want to see, like I really wanted to see Girl with a Dragon Tattoo by Fincher. Yeah. But I still am just like, eh, like the idea of like I gotta go you see You just waited for the screener. But that came No, no, no. Right I saw it in the theater. Time. I oh, saw it okay. in the theater. But I waited like a week and a half or whatever. Like, I don't have that sense of urgency where I was like, must consume now. Like, I think, like, you know, I think the summer blockbuster stuff, like, I'll go see the Avengers probably at midnight the night before. And, oh, uh, no, that, that to me is like, like, for me, the, 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 the win doesn't really occur to me. I'm like, if I want to see it, I'll go see it. But I don't want to like fight in line, stand in line. You know, fight in line. You just go to the ArcLight, buy your seat. You're all set. Show up. When but you I'm show not going up. anywhere at midnight. I'm not doing. Well, that. I guess that's the larger issue here. You're not going anywhere at midnight. I I rarely, maybe I've seen one movie in the last three years opening weekend. Even if it's like an art house movie. I'm like, I'm not dealing with those art house crowds. <laughs> <laughs> they might kick me out of first class. Yeah, I'm just like, I am not dealing with. You know, an Iranian film till the second week because I don't want to deal with the crowds. I don't like crowds, man. I don't like crowds either, but I mean, I go, I, I sit, you know, I, I waft through crowds. Waft is a weird mean? word. I don't know. Do you know the definition? I assume it's wafting. Float? Yeah. Well, it's like float a, or? Yeah. in the air, something in the air. 
It's usually you describe smells or scents as wafting. An aroma. Yeah. So, anyways, then we got so we went we had adventures in Montreal, which you can hear in other shows, and we're just being lazy. Yep. We're promoting. We're cross promoting. Yeah, cross synergy. This is a this is a Smodco Nerdist joint. <laughs> Waft is to pass or cause to pass easily or gently through or as if through the air. Yeah, that's how I go through crowds. The state. Wow, this is their sentence. The smell of stale fat wafted out <laughs> from the restaurant. Wow. Wow. That's, that's not a, That's not an appealing sentence at all. As a noun, it's a gentle movement of air. Yeah, that's Why how I do it. Yeah. I walk through crowds, like at a Comic-Con or something like I that. I don't. I panic. I, like, cut myself, like, in the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of, like, I get in, freaked in, out. In, uh, in Paul Reiser's The Abyss? No, he's in Aliens. Isn't Paul Reiser in The Abyss? No. Who's in The Abyss, then? Ed Harris is the lead guy. Michael Bean is the Bane or whatever the fuck his last name is. He's the bad guy. Michael Terminator? Yeah, Michael Terminator is the, <laughs> technically the bad guy, but he's not really the bad guy. He's not like the Joker or anything. He's just like, he gets the bends and shit. He's I, the one who's freak. He's the one who's cutting his arm. I just remember Paul Reiser being in. You put Paul Reiser into everything. Paul Reiser's in, <laughs> Paul Reiser's in a lot of stuff I enjoy and then. I hope that's, that's not what true. I don't. No, and then like what I don't enjoy about it is Paul Reiser. <laughs> He's in Aliens. He is not in the Abyss. Are we sure? Where would he be? Is in he the in Abyss? Cocoon? I feel like he's in one of those movies. Why am I putting Cocoon in? <laughs> I don't think he's in one of those movies. No, he's not. It's um, you know, it's Ed Harris. Uh, blah blah blah. It's not Paul Reiser. I don't think he is in there. Paul Reiser's got to be in it. No, I mean he's in Aliens. Yes. No, I know that. Yeah, that's you know why you know that because it's true. <laughs> The Abyss he's not in. Just give it up. You're 100% certain he's not in The Abyss. I don't know. I, I have no recollection of him being in The Abyss. Why would he be in The Abyss? He's, he's not, not in The Abyss at all. He was. By I'm that, looking at it right now. He's not in The Abyss. By that point, he was on um, Mad About Things or whatever. It was no, called. he wasn't in Mad About You by then. Why not? Because Mad About You wasn't until like 1990. Yeah, but that was like, The Abyss was 19, when was that? Wasn't The Abyss around 1990? No. You're crazy. No, The Abyss wasn't around 1990. Wow. He made a lot of money on Mad About You. Who, Paul Reiser? Yeah. Now you're, you're literally, we're trying to record a podcast. <laughs> and, and now you're, we're looking and at you're Paul redefining Reiser. your, I'm your, like, your I'm just... take on Paul Reiser. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I used to thought he was a joke. What year did The Abyss come out? What's your guess? My guess is 1987, I guess. I'm guessing, I'm literally guessing 1990. Okay. Let's, I, let's find out. But I don't know why. I just wrote Abyss and it came up Wrestler. Oh, is there a wrestler named, they named Abyss? I guess so. Hulk Hogan has a sex tape. Are you excited? Not at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit? No part of you wants to see that. Um. Someone sends you a link. It's, oh, sure. And you're like, but that's, check this out. Hulk Hogan has a sex tape. You mean will I will I go through no effort? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if 1989. All right. So 1990. You were closer. Without, I think it came out. You I, went over. Price is right rules. I win. It came out because I remember I was out of high school and it came out the winter, I believe, of 
of nineteen. Your discontent. Yeah, the winter of <laughs> Paul Reiser's discontent about not being fucking included in James Cameron. <laughs> he never brought him back. That's too bad. Yeah, he could. He would have been really good. Let me in answer Avatar. the question. Why is it too bad? <laughs> he would have been great. Why in is Avatar? Why do you want more Paul Reiser? <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad for him. That show only went one episode. He's like a spice to you. You want to just yeah, add him I want a little Paul Reiser in there. Like a, I don't. Uh, I, I don't have anything against him. Who's in Three Men and a Baby then? Not Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser seems like he should be in that. I mean, he's, he's got, in My Two Dads. I don't know what that is. It's a television show. You don't remember My Two Dads? No, wasn't that fucking... You don't remember My Two Dads at all? No. Wow. Maybe it never got to Canada. No, I mean, everything got up there. You sure? Maybe it was just a piece of shit. And I didn't bother kind of was. It. Here was the, the premise of My Two Dads that I can loosely remember is... It's not too gay, dude. They li- no, they live in the same building as the judge that made them both take the daughter. Oh. Oh, Are you wasn't the BJ and the Bear guy in it? Yes, he was the other dad, right? He was the other dad. Yeah, was it Paul? R- I don't he know. He had a mustache. Or... Yeah, yeah. Paul Reiser didn't have a mustache. They had a big couch that was shaped like lips, or a car. It was either lips or a car. It was some weird shape. The details couch. of it are I forget it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> My two dads doesn't matter. Um, what else was Paul Reiser? <laughs> Paul Reiser was, he was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what Paul Reiser, he was in Diner, right? Yes, he was. That was he was in Diner. Was in. Yeah. He was on a roll. Was it a roll? Diner was 80. Diner and the Aliens is a, is, yeah, I would a consider role. a yeah. roll. Yeah. That's and a... Mad About You While I Didn't Want to Watch It yeah. was technically a roll from other people's perspective. Oh, yeah. Remember Helen Hunt was on that? Yeah. And then she won an Oscar, and then she doesn't do anything anymore. She directs what is she stuff direct? that you've never heard of <laughs> all right so do i she just directed you've just never heard of it she did but she actually did she was in pay it forward which was a piece of shit because you don't like it when people do nice things <laughs> <laughs> yes you're like i am just horrified by all of this i was just ready that was like kevin spacey in his prime and helen hunt coming off an oscar and Haley Joel Osment before he grew up and got really weird looking. What happened to him? He got really weird. Where is looking. he? I don't know. Uh, she is known for wow, Mad she, About You. She's known for and Mad as good as it gets. And Twister. Oh yeah, the and Twister ride at uh, Universal Studios. You ever go watch the Twister situation? No. She You're missing out. She uh, she directed an episode of Californication. Whoa, she's blowing up. <laughs> wow, I can't <laughs> believe you just... I tried to give her some props and you were just like... <laughs> you're like, don't try to revive her. <laughs> no, you she's should. Dead. She She was in um, The Curse of the Jade Scorpion. She was in... Uh, Curse of the Jade Scorpion. What, Women Want. what Women Want was like... Oh, yeah, with Mel Gibson. Big movie she was in. What's going on there? I Mel guess... Gibson? No, well... Mel Gibson, we know what's going on there. I don't know what's going on. Like we know what happened. He's but what's really, happening right now? Really good at making movies, that guy. What is he doing right now? Is my question. I don't know. Are they trying to make a sequel to The Passion of the Christ? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't think he can get. A, I think I don't know if he can get a movie made. My friend was in a movie of his, and uh, 
like as a bit player and it was like an action movie down in Mexico and it's like I don't know if it's going to ever get released because oh wow basically he's a star wow yeah That's, I mean the beaver got released I'm sure it'll get barely, released on video barely got released I don't know what he's doing now listen Scott I need you to figure out what Mel Gibson's doing for next week I should figure out what Mel Gibson's doing that would be an amazing guest if we could get Mel Gibson on yeah whoa <laughs> I mean, we, why not, why don't we have a shot? We're just like, look, we're not, yeah. like, no one's going to hear it. <laughs> Our first show was so bad. I was like, you're the follow. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to convince him. I don't know how we'd convince him to, to come do on it. the show. I'd be like, you have a form to say whatever you want. Although that's, <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want about any race, gender or creed. Uh, this show, I wonder if anyone listens. <laughs> Someone will listen to it. Someone it, will listen to are it. Are people still listening? Our review. I don't read them. I do. I don't read them. I don't like that I do, but I do. You re- I, I, I saw the other day, because you were doing it. Yeah. You told me that you were yeah. like, you are all... I sorted by most critical. And so I did it on... Um, and then somebody was like, you guys suck. And I, I don't know. I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like... it. Which I don't get where I'm like, if you listen to it and you don't like it, it's like... Don't listen to it. Yeah, like, is the expectation that you're going to like everything? That's not my expectation. My expectation is that I'll like a few things. So I'm generally not mad when I don't like something. What category should we put this podcast in? Because it's certainly not a comedy. No. (laughs) I don't know what to put it in. Attempt? (laughs) Put it in attempt. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I don't think we know what it is yet. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows what it is yet. I don't know that we'll ever... It could turn into a a skit show where I play like a Pakistani... um, Your Pakistani... Co-host of Star Trek? Oh, wait, that's already That's Kumail. Okay, fuck. That's already taken. I was like, that's what I was going to (laughs) do. So now we got to come up with something else. Yeah, I know. But... Or I can become Kumail. I could switch bodies with them. That would be kind of cool. What are your thoughts on Vice Versa, Freaky Friday, and uh They're all the same movie. Again. It doesn't really matter. They I are. think what's more interesting is if Kumail and I made the decision to just wake up one day and like I'm just like just you have to wake up in my house and just tell Alex that you're me. That's one of these this uh this thing I have here. This is Chuck Klosterman, the author. Yes. He has this thing. This we want to also be a guest with I Mel would Gibson. Love Mel Gibson and Chuck Klosterman. He, did, he wrote these cards. They're 50 things, and they're called hypotheticals. 50 questions for insane conversations. I picked it up on Amazon. I pre-ordered it, actually. You did? Because I fiend for anything Klosterman releases. He gotcha. Like, I love his books. I pre-order all his books and all that stuff. But, for instance, your thing reminded me on the back of the box here. There's a hypothetical. Suppose you wake up inhabiting Bruce Springsteen's body. Yeah. Your voice sounds just like Bruce, but your musical ability is entirely your own. You're scheduled to perform in a huge concert that night. What do you do? Okay, wait. So I, I wake up. You wake up in your Bruce Springsteen's body. In your, you are in Bruce Springsteen's body. You can sing just like Bruce. But I, but your musical ability, like guitar playing and yeah, stuff like that. It's I, just you. I um I break my hand in the car door. That's what I would have done too. I'm not kidding. I wouldn't have broken it. I wouldn't have been stupid enough to do that. I would have told everybody I heard it. 
Oh, they would believe me. But you don't commit. Because I'm Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> they would believe Bruce Springsteen. But why couldn't, if you're Bruce Springsteen, and then I would like, ask, I don't want to play guitar anymore. I would ask for a prompter. Oh. Yeah. That's good. I would ask for a prompter, and I, honest to God, could not sing one Bruce Springsteen song. If you, like, oh, right, I no. don't know any melodies of Bruce Springsteen song. Born in the USA? Okay, I know melodies of one Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, Born in the USA. Uh, he has a baseball one too, right? Glory Days. I could sing Glory Days. It's not really baseball specific. Well, the video is It's baseball. not like center field. No, it's not. Plus Fogarty. Yeah. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Keep going. Do it again. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was awesome. Shut up. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so these are these are things. Uh, last so we're week, gonna try one. Last week we asked one, and and it on the pilot it went okay. This week, because we don't know each other that well. Yeah, I mean we we know each other. We know each other certainly. Yeah, but I'm gonna put these out. These are uh, they all have little fun iconic things. I'm gonna I'm gonna just spread it like, like, like a magic like trick. a magic trick. I hate magic, and you're gonna pick one yeah, I know you at do. random. All right, this one is called the freewheeling architect. Okay. Ready? If this one isn't good, then this whole this thing, whole is, thing over. is done. Yeah. Uh, you are close friends with a wonderful 30 year old woman who has never been in a romantic relationship. Okay. At long last, she meets a man she seems to like and who likes her. He is 35, a successful architect, relatively attractive, and refreshingly unguarded. In fact, he is so unguarded that during the first meal you ever share with him, he stoically tell- tells the entire table a stunning story. This is the antidote. Ready? Okay. When I was 12 years old, I was playing with my neighbor on a railroad bridge near our home. No one else was around. We got into an argument, and I pushed him off the bridge, killing him instantly. I told everyone it was an accident, and I never got in any trouble. But I knew what I was doing. At the time, I truly wanted to kill him. Now, in retrospect, it was obviously wrong. I wish I had not killed that person. But that was 25 years ago. Little kids do crazy things. You know how it goes. <laughs> the next day, your female friend asks if she should continue pursuing this relationship. How would you advise her? Okay, wait. So who's she's at the table? She is. Has at, he told? She, has he told me this in private? No, no. During the first meal you ever share with him, he stoically tells the entire table a stunning story. Um, I mean, I, I think it's a way easier answer when, like, everyone's heard it. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you heard that shit. I mean, like, <laughs> is nobody going to bring this up? <laughs> so really, like, is everybody so... For you, it depends on the rest of the table. Well, to me, it's like, by the next morning, like, everyone at the table has basically ignored a confession of murder. <laughs> and the only reason I'm, like, reminded of it is that she's just like, what do you think I should do with Ted? And I'm like... Oh, fuck, Ted the fucking child killer. <laughs> like, it would occur... Well, to- he was a child when he killed. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't... Like, the idea would be, like, why would I... Like, I assume that everyone at the table would be like, Ted, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? <laughs> Ted, you really... You just told us you murdered somebody. Yeah. There's no statute of limitations on murder. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, how many people? But, listen... He's relatively attractive. He's a successful architect. That's fine. And she's never been in a romantic relationship. And she's 30 years old. But he, it, to me, the more interesting thing is like, what if he told you in private? 
And then she comes back and says, what do you think of him? And you're like, oh, my God, like, fucking. All right, so that's the scenario now. He told you in private. What do you do? That's more of a dilemma. To me, when they're at a fucking party, <laughs> party I'm just like, are but we all just, just going to fucking pay I the bill? I feel like you would just be like, you know what? Someone else will probably say something. And then you don't say anything. <laughs> at the table? Yeah. If we're at a dinner yeah. party? Yeah. Um, no, that would I would be like, what the? Like, what? what? I, I said, I hope. I hope you understand that that's not funny. <laughs> I hope you understand that your your story about killing your friend on the railroad bridge because he bothered you or whatever is not a funny <laughs> story. And so if your intention was, but if you're telling the truth, like, I don't know you. Like, I, like, I hope you're not serious. <laughs> oh, I am. That's what he would say. That's what he would say. I'd be like, well, that's fucked up, Ted. <laughs> Ted, you, you murdered someone. Yeah, and then I would look at everybody like, is everybody just going to sit there and Ted, I don't, order dessert? I don't care how successful, relatively attractive, and refreshingly unguarded you are. Yeah, you're going you to murdered jail. someone. Yeah. I would have a real problem with that. And then I would have a problem if if she came to me and she's like, what should I do about my relationship? I'm like, what, are you fucking kidding me? I just can't imagine that like nobody, everyone would walk away from the dinner table going like, I take everything very literally, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Apparently you do. I would, uh. Yeah, I don't have the ability, like, my friends, I have Brian Johnson, um, and Brian Quinn are mm-hmm. love asking me scenario shit like that, just because I take everything completely <laughs> literally, where I'm like, I put myself in that situation, and I go like, it would never, I would never wait till the next morning till she came up and I was like, you know, I was going to say something about Ted. <laughs> he murdered someone when he was 12. I was going to say something, but I want to, you know, he's your boyfriend. Uh, you know. Listen, I know you've never really been in a relationship, but he's, he murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, he's, he's like, I would just assume that there's more shit. Like somebody who says that, I'm like, he's done other bad things. I think you can make the assumption that Ted has done more than one. When you think bad he's thing. okay, because he literally is just like, I don't give a fuck. Listen, you're offered a brain pill. Okay, if you swallow this pill, you'll become ten percent more intelligent than you currently are. You'll become more adept at reading, comprehension, logic, and critical thinking. However, to all other people you know, and all the future people you will meet you will seem 20% less intelligent. In other words, you will immediately become smarter, but the rest of the world will perceive you as dumber. And there is no way you can ever alter the universality of the perception. Do you take the pill? 10%'s not that much, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like 10%'s enough. You don't feel like temp- what? What is the percentage where you would be more comfortable taking this pill? I mean, twenty five percent, fifty percent, fifty percent. So that would mean like, would you take a pill where you fifty percent, you become fi- you become fifty percent more? Because if I'm ten percent smarter, there's a lot of people who are already ten percent smarter than me. Right. My point. So it's right. like I'm not really like accelerating the head of the class. Like I'm not becoming like the smartest man in the universe. <laughs> Do you? I'm just becoming like. Well, I'm just becoming a more intelligent version of me. But then right. my wife is like, what's the matter with you? And Why I'm are you like, so much dumber? 
why are you why are you twenty percent dumber now? Uh, I wonder so how that would like. I wonder how that would come across though. Like, how do you become twenty cent dum- percent dumber? Well, I think it would affect all areas. Like, uh, was it? How does it function? How does it work? Where it's just like it affects my speech, or it's like in my brain, I know that I'm like, oh, this is how you add these numbers together. But then it comes out as just like salami. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a 20% tip, Scott. You <laughs> yeah. just said salami. <laughs> More salami! <laughs> <laughs> but nobody can see me do anything smart. So I don't, like, then I'm like, uh, I'm like, I don't get the benefit of it. Like, I internally am just like, I feel smarter. You know what it is? I gain nothing. Here's the deal. Because I can't even write a paper. We're both at a point where we don't need to be any smarter <laughs> than we are. I would love to be smarter. Listen. I would love the pill. We don't need it. <laughs> I don't need you to make that decision. We don't need it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know each other Scott, well enough. You don't need you to make the pill. that decision. Why? You don't need the pill. You don't need to be 10% smarter. You've had that conversation before. You're like, you don't need the pill. <laughs> you don't need... No, you don't need to be 10% smarter. Why? 10% is such a finite percentage. It's 10% really is like... Yeah, I don't think it's... it's not enough. But my problem, too, with that is like... You can't do anything with it. <laughs> Like, it would just be literally you sitting around going, like, I feel 10% smarter. Because if, if no one can see that, yeah, then if I wrote a paper on, like, biopolymers and shit, it would just say salami. You just need 10, you need, <laughs> you need 10 more percent, and you can write a paper on biopolymers? No, I mean, I could write one now. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> now it would say salami. Yeah. Uh, I guess, technically, a biopolymer. Would, wouldn't salami be a biopolymer? It might be. Yeah. That's how smart I am. <laughs> well, listen, I think you answered your own question here. Scott. Yeah. Explain Harry Potter to me. <laughs> I don't like it. You don't like it? No. You don't like... I don't like wizards. You don't like magic, which we learned early on. Yeah, magic and... You don't like real magic, though. No, I don't like magicians. That. Hmm. How do I phrase this? Well, Harry Potter technically wasn't a magician. Right. You're right. That's not what the books are about. (laughs) Wait a second. It's not? It didn't start off with like, Harry, you're a magician. Whoa. Is that the first line in the book? No. It should be. It's a good grabber. I don't know. Are you really, you really want me to explain it to you? I know you're not going to. What is the like, what is, what is it about it that, what about Harry Potter is? Why am I, why do I like it? Yeah. What, what brought you in? Um, I like the books more than the movie, and uh, he just yeah. shrugged me off. And? <laughs> I was just trying to put it in context. Okay. For fuck's sake. As a storyteller, the characters and the world that she created, it was a pretty amazing feat of creativity. She was unemployed when she wrote that. When she started, yeah. yeah. That's not why I liked it. It's pretty cool Yeah, for her to be on unemployment, yeah. getting all that money from the government. Are you trying to make a stand about like <laughs> and then making billions of dollars? Whatever. That was weird. That was a half. I don't know what that was. That was J.K. Rowling. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> She's inside of us. Uh, there's a. Have you seen the the Harry Potter store on Wilshire? No. Called Whimsic Alley. No. It, you walk by it. It's literally just a store that sells Harry Potter paraphernalia. 
I'm not that. Like, it's a brick and mortar store that just sells Harry Potter paraphernalia. Well, there's like if you go to Universal in Florida. Um, I Have you been? Yeah, I want to go. I mean, I, we went and did a show in Orlando and at at the Hard Rock or whatever. Yeah, at the and we did a show there, and then uh, somebody walked us onto the the Harry Potter ride, which is pretty good. That's it's the way ride. to do it to be walked onto a ride. For me, that was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Ever. That moment? That moment. That was the greatest moment that getting, ever happened to you? Getting to go ride a ride at Disneyland that wasn't opened yet? That was the best moment in your How life cool so is far. that? It's cool. That's the coolest thing ever. I mean, I don't agree with that, but... Okay. What's the coolest thing ever? I don't know. Going to space? Yeah. All right. That's the cool... You're right. I can't argue about that. I love space. I do, too. I went. I was at the last space shuttle launch. Did you know that? I know you were. Yeah. You went there... Um, to that was either right before. after or right before. It was after we met. After Montreal, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. You went to space. I did. Camp. I went as close to space camp as I could get. And was it awesome? It was the. It was amazing. I wept. I cried after the shuttle went up. Did you? Like, yeah, I really like, like tears out. Sucking air. Yeah. Like, just doubled over. Yeah. No, it was just genuinely, it went up, and then it went into the went above the cloud level, and then you couldn't see it anymore. And then you I wept. looked at the plume on the launch pad, and I was just like, oh, that's never happening again. And then I just got sad for America. I'm sad for America. I'm yeah. still. Well, I mean, not even America. I'm sad for humans. Yeah. No one's bothering going to space except in, you know, 40-year-old Russian Soyuz capsules. I would go, going to space would be the coolest thing ever. Would you go on the Virgin Galactic? Is that the one that's going to go into, the one that's just going to kind of go into yeah. the, the, like, the space? I mean, it goes, it doesn't even go up into the, it doesn't even, it doesn't even really technically leave the yeah. atmosphere. I mean, yeah. yeah, sure. Sure. It's like 150,000 for a ticket or 200,000. Yeah, I won't do it, but if somebody gave me a free, like if, if I was standing there yeah. and, and there was like, I saw it. And some girl was like, "Hey, you did podcast." Yeah, she yeah. talked to a guy, and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, yeah, you make me go." On. I would do it. For would free. you wear your Continental Airlines jacket? Because that might ruin your seating. I w- I would wear. What if you got on there and you look, and it's the same guy from first class? <laughs> He's whispering. <laughs> he whispering something I'm like to I'm Richard a- Branson. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would have to confront him. I might smack him. <laughs> It's funny, as I get older, I've like had moments where like I wanted to smack somebody. Just smack them, not punch them. Just yeah, open punching hand, feels... Open-handed smack. Yeah, like a smack feels just like... It's more about somebody where I was like, I just want to fucking smack them. Punching them feels like, well, I really want to harm you. This yeah. is just like, I want to shock you. Yeah. Like, I, there's been times where I've met a couple of people where I was like, I really just want to smack them. <laughs> You, and I think they would, and I don't know, and, and in my mind, I'm like, I think they would do well by it. I think it would improve so, their life. <laughs> so you think <laughs> a slap from you or smack from you is 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 life-altering for the better? It could be. In my mind, in my mind, I would, be, I would justify it that way. I don't do it because I don't think that's true. They would just be kind of like probably upset that I smacked them. Yeah. But I have had that, which I, you know, a pretty peaceful. What kind of situation was it? Person. I can't remember the last time it happened, but it popped into my head where I was just like, I wonder what this motherfucker would do if I just smacked him in the face. <laughs> would you, would you smack them and then leave? No. Like sort of like dropping a mic and then walking away? No, I would like, uh, I would smack them and then sort of like 
you know, um, acknowledge the moment. I don't know who's clapping. I don't know. There's I think a, there's, there's a kid. There's a tiny kid over there's there. A, there's a kid and there's a I woman and she just saw us and yep. she, she was like upset. She was like, she didn't know we were in here. She should be. She looked at us like we were fucking sucking should we each other's here? dick. Should we, should we leave? I don't know. This is your place, not mine. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what we should do? I don't know. We shouldn't expose ourselves. <laughs> I don't know who that is. We're in a comic book store. I don't know, but I think people could hear her. She's on the phone right outside. She's uh, nobody. Should we just out- be quiet and listen. Nobody outside is acknowledging the fact that we're recording. I'll say that. <laughs> no, you're I, absolutely correct. I think that there is an opportunity for her to teach the child that <laughs> what a microphone is. <laughs> so yeah. this is the show, and we don't really know what it is. Yeah, no, we don't know what it is. I think it'll evolve. We don't know each other that well. We've talked. We don't really talk about it either. What do you mean? We haven't really talked about what the show is because I don't think oh. we can define what the yeah, show no, is. Yeah, no, we don't. Need... We don't necessarily know each other that well. Right. We know each other well enough to, uh, you know, eat dinner. We had dinner last night. We did. We had Italian food. It was a serious dinner, though. Maybe next time I'll bring something to talk about. Something. Yeah. Like what? Like a show and tell kind of thing? You bring an object, no, you tell like, me about how you got it? Yeah, I'm like, this is my um, jacket. No, I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> we were recording yesterday, and I fucking... We were recording yesterday, and uh, I think it'll be up... I don't know when this show is going to air, so obviously knows, obviously, yeah. what we recorded yesterday will be up before this, because it's going up tomorrow. Yeah. We did a show with Joe Casey, and it was like Kevin and Joe and I... And uh, we were all talking about something, and, and like this joke popped into my head, and it was like, but it wasn't completely formed, and like I was, like there was a break, and I was like, I have to try to say it right now <laughs> before they move on, but I hadn't quite formed the order of the words, and it just came out as this awkward, really stilted, like it didn't work. But I remember consciously being like, I'm like, I was blowing this joke. Like I was like, I have something funny to say. And then I was suddenly like, yeah, well, it's the thing. Cause, uh, okay. And then I said something and then Kevin and I could see on Kevin's face where he saw me struggling and then he pulled me out of it. Do you, uh, it was the first time I've ever sort of like experienced it, like as an almost like an out of body experience of being like, you're not. Yeah, no, that happens. That happens sometimes. I find that, uh, I find that on the podcast we do, like on the panels we do live, those, my, I spend the entire podcast like a sniper. Yeah. Just like sitting and waiting to take my shot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you see the window. And you and do then it. you take the shot. You fire. Yeah. And it hits or it doesn't. When yeah. it doesn't hit, then you are looking at yourself. It's like an out-of-body experience when it does not hit. Well, we're, we're two. So it's like generally when, when there's two people, it's like you can't be too much of a sniper. Because right. Yeah, you know, like, I know. You even yeah. have to be the person going yep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody no, says that's especially what I do. when we do live ones with guests, that's when I really. That's when you, you there's multiple people and it's like, all I am here to do. Yeah. Is to wait till you say something. Yeah, and then, and then I'm like, rip it. Yeah, your mother's ugly. Oh my god, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> uh, yeah, so people like, you know, people say all the time that the uh, live ones are when I am the funniest, and I don't know how to take that. 
I guess it's a compliment. Yeah. You know, <laughs> in a backhanded way. Well, it it definitely means that, like, anytime you're not doing that, you're yeah. less funny. Yeah. No, sure. Uh, I mean, according to them. Right. Your hat. What is your hat? DMM. Uh, I think it's like a... Um, DeLorean Motors Motors? No. It's, um... I think it's like rock climbing equipment. You think it's rock climbing equipment? That's a pretty specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I think it's a company that makes gaskets for washing machines. I don't know. I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I uh, I was at Joshua Tree and uh, and uh, I was at a store that featured lots of rock climbing equipment. And I, I've done it a little bit, but I haven't done it enough to really know all the companies. And I needed a hat. I yeah. wear, I wear baseball caps and I needed a cap. Yeah. And so I kind of grabbed it. Do you, Joshua Tree, I've never been to Joshua Tree. I'm a big Joshua Tree fan. What is it? Like, I don't, are there are mountains there? There's rock climbing to be done there? There's lots of rock climbing. That's like, it's probably the biggest thing that there's like a sea, like this during the, during the winter, lots of people go down there to rock climb because, like, they can't, like, climb up. I always, all I can ever picture is the fucking U2 album cover. There's lots of Joshua trees. Um, there's different terrain. The park is huge, but there's definitely, like, there's trails. You can go hike. There's lots of, there's things to climb. There's like, Do you go down there to take shrooms? No. That's what people do. At least everybody Every, I know. Everybody? Everybody I know goes down there to take shrooms. I, I do not. I go there to, like, hike and Enjoy hang nature? Out. Yeah. You go I'm there not, for I go there its original purposes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't take shrooms. Nor should you. I don't really I don't take. I'm never. Not, Have I'm you not. ever taken shrooms? The one time I was going to take them, I was really sick. You were going to, and you didn't. But I was really sick. I but I've always wanted to. I mean, that's not. If if you want to, no, I was it's like, not I hard to do. Wanted to just to like you go get some. I wanted to do that them. and like go to Disneyland on shrooms, which from I what I do, Star Tours three times in a row. Well, maybe once. Why don't you? I don't know. It's illegal? It's illegal to go to Disneyland on shrooms? Isn't it? I mean, it's illegal to do shrooms. I mean, like, once you take them. <laughs> once they're in your system, it's already done. Is it illegal to take shrooms? It has to be. Right? Isn't it know. a narcotic? I mean, maybe it's illegal to sell them. Okay. Maybe it's not illegal. So I just have to find someone to give me shrooms. I mean, I, 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 I'm not saying that I can put you in touch with somebody. <laughs> I'm saying that in the, in, you live in LA. I do. You could literally sit on a fucking street corner with a sign that said mushrooms and you'd probably get some. Well, I will be star out on maps sunset. and mushrooms. The star maps and mushrooms. Star mushrooms. Have you, you ever can... wanted to buy one of those star map maps? No. Are you, okay, here's a fun question for you that might not be interesting to you, but do you or ever. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself like driving down Hollywood Boulevard and you'd like drive by Grommans or something like that? And then you go to the realization, that's not kind of weird that I live here. No. No, never. No, I don't have that. I don't really register that. I you rarely know? drive by Grommans. Right. Well, it's a terrible route. It's very traffic Yeah. It's <laughs> like why you, you avoid by. driving by. Yeah. But, uh. Do you mean like. Like you never like go and like, you know, touristy. You ever do touristy shit no. in LA? No. Have I you, have you ever tried to not do touristy stuff anywhere? I would rather lay around the house and read. That's what you'd rather do. I would rather sit on my couch with my dog and read. No part of you wants to go to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. No. Or the Hollywood Wax Museum. 
That definitely no. I don't. That to me is just like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Like wax. I mean, like if like if you're gonna make wax shit, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, do something crazy. Like, make monsters or something. Like, like do yeah. something that's like different. But it's like me seeing like a uh, an approximation of Jack Nicholson and wax. I'm like, who fucking cares? I uh went. I um, mean, unless we blowtorch that shit and watch it melt. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That would be fun. I I'd, I'd be into watching them dispose of like the old wax statues. Where yeah. Just, I assume maybe they don't melt them. That's what like, I would do. We don't need this Liza Minnelli wax figure anymore. Yeah. Blowtorch down. The uh, I went on my birthday in 2009. I went to the Hollywood Wax Museum. And how was it? It was. In in I mean it was fun in a kitschy sort of sense. Yeah, some of the wax figures were definitely better than others. There was a wax figure Jim Carrey in his Ace Ventura outfit that looked nothing like Jim Carrey, like literally nothing like Jim Carrey. Like but even if it does look like Jim Carrey, no. If you handed me wax and said make something that doesn't look like Jim Carrey, I could, could do not <laughs> have done a better job than they did. If it did look like Jim Carrey. I don't. Who fucking? Then cares? I wouldn't remember it if it did. If it did, I wouldn't remember it. That's the point. The point is, I go. You to go see, to see the failures of to other see people. The failures <laughs> in wax museums. I'm not. A, I'm not a kitschy person either. I'm not that person. I was just like, hey, there's a kitschy thing. I'm like, I don't. Just don't even fucking bring that up to me. <laughs> Seriously, just don't. I went to the Vatican and I was like, we went to the Vatican. We toured the Vatican. Okay. And I was like. Did you use the ATM machine? It's the only ATM machine in the world that's in Latin. I did not. And I thought it was cool. I mean, it was all right. Yeah. But it's like, I, I just, I don't know why. I'm like, this. it's a big place. There's too many people. It's like, there's too many people. You don't, you know, I, I, went, to, I went to Ho Chi Minh's house. I yeah. I to Ho Chi Minh's house in um, Hanoi. His house. <laughs> you do. You go to, you can tour like his house or what, what they, I mean, like, look, I wasn't, I wasn't there back then. They also, we also went to Ho Chi Minh's mausoleum where he's like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But that look, that's like fucking the wax museum. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I was like, that's not, I like, you can see him. Yeah. You can see his like face. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't think that's him. You don't think that's him? I think it's a wax dummy. No, there's probably a lot of wax on it. I mean, once again, though, I'm like, I kind of looked at it and I'm like, I am that guy. Like, I walk That's in what and we I'm use like, this to is fill weird. in. We fill it when you fill in bruises and stuff. Oh, yeah. Deterioration, like, you use wax. Use wax. Yeah. It was weird. I walked through it. I don't, I mean, he wasn't my leader, so I didn't really have wasn't any emotional either. connection. Wasn't he, though? We did some, like, when we were in Vietnam, like, we did some tours and stuff like that. But, like, generally speaking, like, Oh, when we were in fucking Hanoi, though, it's like they were like, oh, we'll take you to this, like, puppet show. And I was like, ah, I don't know, dude. And he was just like, no, this is, like, cultural tradition, blah, blah, And I was like, all right, fine. And I was just like, you get in there, and it's like you and, like, a bus full of people from Phoenix. And I'm like, you (laughs) fucking dick. And, like, the puppet show is just like, look, I'm not saying it's, like, water puppets. So everything's, like, they're, like, they're, they're, there's, like, water. I don't know, there's water and puppets. (laughs) Wait, my wife was just so like water puppets are water and puppets. Well, it's like the they're puppets, not powered by water. They're not powered by water. Um, so, so the water puppet show, and I left, and I was like, dude, if if you take us to anything as lame as that again, I will. I don't know what I'll do. Smack you. I'll start another war. <laughs> oh, that will lose um, again. 
I went to the, I did go to the, the, they had like a museum in, um, in Ho Chi Minh City or Saigon that was like a war museum. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) this is somebody, yeah, I assume, protesting or (laughs) someone doesn't want the next war. (laughs) It'd be enough. Uh, that was inappropriate. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, the uh, but I'll do I'll do stuff like that. Like I'll go to I I, I don't mind art museums. Where did you? Okay, so you in your in your life growing up, you grew up in in Canada, no, and I was Washington. I was born in Vancouver, Washington. Mm-hmm. Then we moved to Upland, California, when I was okay. five, and then when I was ten, we moved to Port Moody, outside of uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay. So you've been in both Vancouver's. I have. Now, when don't didn't you ever when you were living there? weren't you ever like, hey, why don't I go do one of those touristy things that you do around Vancouver, British Columbia? No, I don't know what the hell you would do there. No, I mean, I like you go to Chinatown and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but that was like they took us on a school tour. I yeah, think, I don't know. I went to Chinatown, but like, I but I could find a reason to go to Chinatown now. Like when I go to Boston, I like to you know get on the go on the duck tour. Maybe do a walking tour with some colonial impersonator. Oh, that sounds too You don't like that me. kind of thing? No. <laughs> I would just be the guy in the back going like... All right, replace <sighs> colonial impersonator with park ranger. I'm not... I don't like being led around by people. I only think of that as part of the day, though. I don't... Like, that's not how I would experience it I don't it like people determining what I have to do. I don't like people going like, now we're going over here, and I'm just like, fuck I like you. information. And that's the I find the best way to get information. Give me a book. Uh, Give me a book okay. and send me in there. And I'll I like read like when I go to museums, I get the audio tour. But that's different. How is that different? Because I can still determine the pace at which I want to go. Sure. I just don't want somebody ushering me around. Yeah. Don't fucking usher me around. If you ever try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but like when I went, I went to the museum to the. Well, here's here now. I sound like an elitist, but when I went to the Experience Music Project in Seattle, yeah, I knew somebody who knew Paul Allen. Okay, which yeah, they didn't contact fucking Paul Allen, right. f- To have him give me a private tour, but somehow I managed to. Um, I was at, it was during my family reunion, and uh, like a couple of my uh, my my cousin and um, her husband and my niece. No, I don't know. My third cousin, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. So I was like, hey, I want to go to this thing. And I was like, I know somebody. So we got a private tour. So we got walked through with one person. But it felt different, you know. I just sound like I don't like people. That's what I sound like. Yeah. I come across as like I really am just like I don't want other people around. I don't like – I'm like I think I like having my own experience. So yeah. if it's a private tour, then I'm like I can ask you questions and stuff yeah. like that. But I don't want to hear other people's questions. I want right. them to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I, Don't you get frustrated when it's like someone's asking yes. the same question? Yeah, it feels yeah, yeah. like high school where you're yeah. just like, hey, man, yeah. like I got it in like 10 minutes. Like I don't want to sit in this class for another hour and a half yeah. talking about the exact same thing. Yeah, no, I mean that. I want my life to progress forward. <laughs> you're just holding me back. They do. Man. People on tours hold me back. Well, listen. We could get more information. I like I like audio tours. I'm a big proponent of audio tours. If I can get one, I get one. If it's available to me, I will get it. Uh, tour groups. If I'm in a foreign country or something, sure. Last time I did it, and this is kitschy, is uh, when I was in Memphis. 
Um, they I got Jerry off Graceland. The, I got off the plane. I got off the plane because I was judging, and then they immediately took us to Graceland. Whoa! It was me and the, this. Um, I can't. Remember. I was with somebody, one of the writers of Ed Wood, Larry something, Scott or. No, it's the other one, Larry. Uh, uh, yeah, I forget Larry. There's two guys. Yeah. Um. So there was like a group of us, and they took us immediately to Graceland, which literally looks like a fucking house in Toluca Lake. Yeah. Have you been? No, I've seen it though, and I'm aware of its size. It's just like I don't know why, but it's like because it's like this roped off thing. Like I just become semi indifferent to it. I'm just like, eh. Like I'm like, let me go sit down. <laughs> you want to go sit down in the jungle room? Yeah, like I just like or or like you see the jungle room and I'm like, I guess it's fine. I mean, what is what what is the what is, how am I supposed to be excited about it? Is that I'm like Elvis was actually here or that Elvis actually designed this? Like, I think it's a little of both. Part of the problem is that you look at the jungle room and you go like, I could do this like at Home Depot for five hundred dollars. Yeah. Now. Well, yeah. And the old TVs and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like I I don't know. It doesn't really like I was bored. I was bored really quickly. Did you have that Mark? People Collins were crying. Thing? Oh yeah, there were people crying at the Eternal Flame or some like fire pit that was out there. The Elvis fire pit. I think it was a fire pit or a, a flame. What about when you go to like DC? I mean, I'll check shit out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like you know, I like stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like you don't like stuff. <laughs> I do like stuff. Like if I go, like if I go to Rome or something like that. Yeah. Um, when I was in Rome, like I'll tend to like just walk around all day, walk around the city. And, yeah. Like, go stop in on places and stuff like well, that. Well, that's what I do. But like everyone's like, oh, like you get near the Colosseum. As soon as there's motherfuckers on me going like, come to the Colosseum, and I'm right. like, eh, like I, I don't. Wanna, I've been I, to the Colosseum before, also. The uh, first of all, I have to say these microphones suck. They're super directional. If I move a little bit to the right, it becomes nothing. You're in the, yeah. You're nothing. Well, you shouldn't do that. Anyway. Um, but uh, Washington, D.C. Well, when I walk, I, when I go somewhere and I have like a day, I just walk. Yeah. That's what I do. But if I have like a week, then you go. Then I'll do tours and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. Last time I went to New York, I uh, literally spent the entire... Day, I had all day Saturday by myself, so I just walked. I walked up and down Manhattan. Yeah, I, like I like to walk around. I like to like. I just like as soon as you tell me that I got to get in a line with a bunch of people, yeah. and see something, I'm like, I just immediately get become disinterested. I did the, the Empire State Building tour by myself. Like well, it wasn't was that a extra tour. lonely? It wasn't a tour. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was because you walk up and you're in line. And then, you know how they try to take your picture so you to buy it after the gift shop? Yeah. There's that part where everybody goes up in pairs and stuff like that and groups of people. Did you get the picture? And then I just walk up and I go, I just put my head down. (laughs) I should have bought the picture. (laughs) I think they did that in Memphis. I should have bought the picture. I think there was like a photo in Memphis that people took of us doing something. I don't remember. The world is not built to be alone. Why? Because of things like that. You're just like, oh, I'm just by myself. And people look at you weird when you buy one ticket to anything. I don't know. Is this me thinking people are staring at me again? Yeah. You have a real issue <laughs> with like that you're literally walking around life. You're you're walking around life thinking people are interpreting what you're doing all day long. Yeah. Which is kinda of like 
Most people are basically thinking about themselves. I'm not. I never think about myself. There you are. You I always think, think about, about other people. It, yeah, but you think about what other people think about you. Yeah. Which is thinking about yourself. Is it, though? It is. <laughs> Listen, the point is, I need, I need people to accept me. If I'm alone on a tour somewhere... I eat alone all the time when I'm on the road. You do. You lied to me about eating alone in Montreal. (laughs) Well, we had just met and, uh, you know, Gary Shanley had salvaged our relationship and we had just, um, we had exchanged numbers. Yeah. And I lied to you and I said, I have a dinner, which is technically a. Not really a lie. Untruth. I had a dinner with myself. Yeah. And I just didn't know yet. And I do it all the time. Most of the time we're on, on the road, like I go eat by myself yeah. before the show. <clears throat> this wasn't before the show, but anyway. Yeah. Um, there was a restaurant I really wanted to go to and I walked all the way over there and, uh, I had dinner. But then I did tell you later on that night where I was like, I lied to you. I told you yeah. that I was going to you dinner. That night. Yeah. I won you over enough for you to tell me the truth. Yeah, I was just like, hey, man, I, I, I feel like I can expose well, the let's, truth. Let's be honest. Sometimes I like to eat by myself. <laughs> I do. That, none of that shit bothers me. It doesn't bother me to go to a movie by myself. I'll go do shit. I don't mind time. movies by myself. I don't know why anyone would be bothered by a movie by yourself. It's like you don't interact with anybody. Yeah. You just sit there. And that's why when people want to go to, like, let's go see a movie together. I, I was like, wouldn't you rather just go get dinner? Yeah, like we, we want to do have a conversation. Social, like, let's do something social. I don't want to like go sit in the theater. Yeah, we're not talking, and that's yeah. why I don't understand people that go on dates and they're like dinner and then a movie. Go fucking watch the movie, and then you can talk about that at dinner. You just don't like the order. I don't like the order. I don't like the order they do it. Who's fucking calling you? That's Joe, my friend Joe McDonough, funeral director. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who you used to work for with. Yeah. Joe and John, they're brothers. And he still does it? He does it. Yeah, they bought a second funeral home. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're doing okay. During this economy? People are still dying. Well, it's, a, it's like a re- an unlimited resource. No, it really is. Yeah. Like where you and I are in the wrong business. People might not always want to be entertained. Yeah. And they certainly aren't entertained. It's harder to... to yeah. But <laughs> people are always going to die. And you don't even have to try. Right. Like, you don't even have to, like, try to, like, literally, like, somebody die. I mean, you probably have to try to be nice to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to actually manufacture. Like, here, we're trying to be funny and it's not working. But there, it's not like they're trying to kill people. Uh, yeah, no, they're not trying to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> they're just waiting for, for you to die. For regardless to die. of how you yeah, die. Yeah. Are you going to be cremated? No. Do you care? No. I don't really care. Well, then why not be cremated? Whatever they, whoever decide, whatever they decide is fine with me. Well, normally you decide. No, I don't. Who decide. are they? The whatever family I have by that point in my life. You know, if like I have kids, if I have kids, and it's up to them. They'll put me wherever they want. Do I want to be buried in Lowell or do I want to be buried out here? I don't know. Oh, I have no. I want notes. I, I would. I would just want to be. Um, well, you get cremated. What do you want? Do you want to be on somebody's dumpster. mantle, or do you want to be in the ground somewhere? I don't care. I, I really don't care. I think that they should do whatever is like. I don't know. They should make me into fertilizer or something. It doesn't really matter to me what happens yeah. when I die because I won't be there to regret it. 
And even if I do, like, let's say somebody is just like, God's real and you're going to regret it because you're a fucking atheist and you're wrong. Uh-huh. Like, so, okay. <laughs> I, uh, what like, was what am I going to be mad because I didn't, like, go to, I don't There was know. always something that weirded me out, the, like, A, you but know, I'm, not wrong. I'm a bigger guy, so the fire would have to be hotter and burn longer. And that's a pain in the ass waiting around for that. When we would get ashes at the funeral home, they would arrive in cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. They would arrive in bags and boxes. And the boxes, when we got them, were always warm still. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That would be weird. Like they were like more hot to the touch almost. Wow. They were fresh. Yeah. I don't have a hang up about I I think they should just I don't know. I'm with you or I'm like just do whatever. Yeah, I don't care. It's I really don't even care if somebody was just like funerals what? aren't for you. Funerals or somebody aren't, was just yeah. somebody was like, Hey man, someone's gonna fuck your body. I'm like, I don't know, like then okay, go ahead. Go have, ahead. Have a good time. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean but, I'm not gonna as a as I'm alive, I'm not going to consent to it. Yeah. Where I'm not gonna look for it. Like I'm not gonna like go out and try to search for somebody to do it. Or I'm not gonna like put it on Craigslist where I'm like I could be expiring soon. And if I do, here's an address. <laughs> if I die, this is where you can find my body. Yeah. Do you I think, wonder what people would do. Yeah, I wonder could, if they would show up. Or I wonder if somebody's like, could you Could you basically... What would people say if you're like, well, I'm consenting to somebody having sex with my dead body. They exist out there. Yeah. And people think it's fucked up. Yeah. Well, what if I consent to it? It's illegal still. It's still illegal. Why is it illegal? I don't know. It just is. I'm not. I'm Same not. reason you can't fuck like a dog or something. Yeah, but a dog's a lot. Yeah, I know. Like to me, it's like fucking a dead what body. If the dog just wants like to fucking fuck a you. watermelon. What if the dog wants to fuck you? Well, then don't let it. <laughs> <laughs> what if the dog wants to fuck you and you're into it? If the dog wants to fuck you, if you were able to actually know that for a fact no the dog clearly wants to is ready the erection is there and wants to have sex with me yeah and i want it and you want it too is it wrong i don't believe that that (laughs) can happen that's gotta be a scenario dogs hump people all the time yeah but sometimes dogs are just marking yeah but no well that got really loud uh i don't like animals the dog wants to fuck you that's what I'm saying. But you can't know that. The dog, want, the you have dog no... wants to fuck you. It's showing you by its actions. If the dog has an erection, yep. um, it doesn't necessarily mean he wants to fuck you. It means he's just like in heat or it's like he's got an erection. It's like, but you can't. No, 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 no. There's he, no way he, to prove in a court of law. He gets up on you. The dog gets on you and starts humping you. But he doesn't, un- like. And he finds your asshole. The dog finds your asshole. Okay. <laughs> the dog knows where your asshole is. Yeah. The dog is about to insert its dog penis in you. You're okay with it? No, I don't want that. No, 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 in this <laughs> scenario. Yeah. Well, am I okay if somebody tells me a yeah. scenario where he's like, someone yeah, yeah. my dog fucks me. Yeah. You know. Sometimes my dog fucks me. I'm kind of into weekend. it. Yeah. Like I, I never fuck my dog. My dog fucks me. I don't touch him. Yeah. If somebody said that, I'd be like, that's fucking really weird. <laughs> but I don't... At least there's not the sense of like... If he was completely... Basically giving himself over the dog. I wouldn't necessarily worry about the dog's health. You worry about 
the person's health. Yeah, I'd be like, that's kind of strange. Once I was, watching. and then the problem is that I would question it. I would be like, I don't buy it that you're basically just the dog is 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 motivated, and you just kind of sit there and go like, I never lay a hand on him; he just does it. Because then I would be like, Well, you gotta no. show me. Yeah, the dog, and they'll show you, and then it happens, and then what do you do? Or you're like, okay, I guess this shouldn't be illegal. Um, I would still say that the, I don't know. Do you throw the dog in jail? Does the j- dog, go, dog goes to dog jail? Is that what happens in your scenario? Cause the dog's doing the fucking. I think that people should, I don't necessarily think people should have sex with their animals. Have you ever seen, there was a channel four in England did a bestiality documentary, uh, which was, that was pretty amazing. Uh, and there was this guy on there and I think they all live in Montana uh-huh. because it's not illegal in Montana. Um, to 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 farm animals, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, <laughs> the interview with him was amazing because he was talking about the first time he noticed a horse's vagina, oh. and he talked about how he was he was uh, he was cleaning a mare, and uh, he was brushing its tail, and then he's like, <laughs> his voice, I was I was cleaning I was cleaning her her tail, and all of a sudden her tail went up. And I saw it, and I thought, horse pussy, girl pussy, it's pussy. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> that was his reasoning. I think, you know what that is? I think that's Lay's. I think that's somebody who's just like, who's like, it's too hard to get girl pussy. <laughs> and he doesn't want to pay for pussy. Right. I Anyone who fuck like, the fucking of animals, I'm just like, there's no way that you shouldn't be doing that. That's just wrong. That that I get. <laughs> There's no way that you shouldn't be doing that. There's no way that you should be doing that. <laughs> that should be happening. But it's like, and some most people will disagree with me. But I'm like the the dead body thing to me is just like I, I'm not advocating it. I was just trying to find out if like if there were people out there who were trying to make a match where it's like you have somebody who has this need. Yeah, it's like not it's outside of the norm. But let's say you were like, hey, when I die, like I want to be a giver. I want to give back. Well, you can like sign before, up, you know, but you can't. You're saying it's illegal. Well, you can't be signed up to f- be fucked. Why not? Because that is legal. It's the same thing. That's illegal. The same way the dog that really wants to fuck you in the ass and knows where your asshole is. No, the that's same not way true. That's illegal. That, I, I disagree. I think that we have our, our our we have the ability to process what decision is actually being made. It's different. We have the capacity. No, but I'm just simply telling we you. We have the capacity to look at the situation and say, like, yes, that's illegal because, because you're saying that, generally speaking, I would say it's illegal because the idea is that the, uh, the dead body is not consenting to right. the sex. Like, yeah. that has to be one of the primary issues. Sure. I mean, yes, a lot of people probably think it's illegal because they just think it's gross, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's why it should be illegal. But the fact that no one is consenting to it, but if it's, if you consent to it, if you were like, it's on your driver's license, <laughs> take my eyes. Boner donor. Yeah. <laughs> Boner donor. Like That's got to be a t-shirt yeah. somewhere in the cell. Like if you, it's on your driver's license or you're an organ donor, but before they take your organs, like, you know, Pete, the fucking deviant Pete, the, gets to Pete take deviant. a stab at you. There was a, just to say to him. Did you read that story? There was a funeral, uh, there was a story I read, probably on Huffington Post or something, uh, maybe a month or two ago, uh, about this woman in like Tennessee or whatever who worked at a funeral home and was in bomb, was going to bomb a body and the body had an erection. So she fucked the body and the body came because the body functionally can still do that after death. 
and she got pregnant. Wow. So she sued the family for child support. And did she win? I don't know what happens. They, th- I think they need to throw her in, I think they were throwing her in jail for fucking a dead body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? It's weird when it's the reverse though. Where yeah. It's just like, it's a guy you're like, hey, he probably would have wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, wrap your head around that. Uh, if she literally can't, if she tried to sue for child support, I would just be like, like obviously you have a a very strange decision making <laughs> process <laughs> already. Yeah. Um, and the idea that you would step forward and be like, I'm gonna like tell everybody that I fucked a dead body. Yeah. I mean, that alone would have been like, eh, you know. I'll that's just, that's the eighth just, red flag. I'll just, I'll just get into coupons. <laughs> have you seen extreme couponing? <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I've seen, I, I watched it for two seconds. That's the kind of show where I'm like, if I watch it for two seconds, I'm like, so it's literally the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's procedural. The same reason Law & Order is awesome. Same thing. I can't all the time. watch procedurals. I'm like, I'm going to watch it once, and then I'm like, I don't need to watch it again. I don't need to watch one more person be like, I just bought 800 tubes of toothpaste and it cost me eight cents. I'm like, I got it. You don't, I'm not going to do it. So you hate bargains is what you're saying. I don't hate bargains. I just don't want to watch somebody else get a bargain. I I like the effort they go to just to get that, like just to get 300 tubes of toothpaste that they'll never use. I appreciate that they, they do the one I saw. They, they do donate a lot of stuff. Yeah, I saw. I've seen they they do that more now. They focus more on that because I'm sure a bunch of people are just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's usually people like in the early times. It was just people who were fucking like stay at home moms, and they were obviously wealthy families because she was staying at home, and they had these huge houses with giant pantries. Yeah, and you're just filling them with fucking. Teddy Grahams. My grandpa used to keep like tons of shit, but that was because of like the war. Oh, he used to like hold stuff, hoard stuff just for just in case. Yeah, like to- like if he saw toilet paper really cheap, he would be like, he would just buy a bunch of it to have it on hand. Yeah, because he kind of like through World War Two with the shortages and stuff. Yeah, I remember my dad told me he used to he used to work in Vancouver down at the shipyards, uh-huh. and like um, this is during World War Two, and they were building ships and. He had like a, he had a thing in the back of his pickup truck that was like a false bottom, and he would bring rabbits or like game like that that he had shot or whatever, and he would sell them. Oh wow! Yeah, in the shipyard. Yeah. Wow. Or like after work, like in the parking lot. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not even kind of cool. I'm gonna start doing it out That's here cool. by the Nerdist. <laughs> Just behind meltdown. Yeah. Hey, I'm like shit. Shot a rabbit. Have you seen gas prices? Do you, do you need a rabbit? Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Squab. Squab. I don't like squab. I haven't had squab. I've had rabbit. I like. You never had squab? No. It's on. You know. I mean, your face didn't make me want to eat it. It's not great. I mean, it's it's like there's just not that much. I know that I know that it's like there's just not that much meat on it. So yeah, it's that's what makes like, it not great. It's just disappointing. It's all like the it's all the closest parts of chicken to the bone. Yeah, the stuff I don't really like to eat anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I hate chicken on the bone. I like chicken on the bone. I hate it. I like a good roast chicken. I hate because in second grade I got sick eating chicken on the bone, and Did I've you sworn eat a bone? off it since. No, 
I just had like the school lunch was was some sort of drumstick, and I ate it. I'm getting sick thinking about it. I can't even think about it. Wow, it was gross. I had a fillet of fish that made me like fucking violently. Do you steer clear of fillet of fish now? I don't go to McDonald's. Do you know that fillet of fish is one of the freshest fish you can get? Because the uh, they have a large ship. McDonald's has a large ship out in uh, the Alaskan Sea. I made up the sea. It's in Alaska somewhere. <laughs> is that a sea? Is there an Alaskan sea? But uh, the it's ship, the Pacific Ocean, the ship actually uh, catches and prepares and breads and then freezes the fish. So that fish for the fillet fish is caught, filleted, breaded, and frozen immediately. And that doesn't. That does, I'm, no, I don't want to go eat it. I'm just saying. It's, I was. I was it's pretty fresh. I was sick for days. Get over it. Filet fish. Why don't is delicious. you get over chicken? Filet fish is delicious. We went to this place in. Uh, it's too much grease for me. We went to this place in Colorado. Uh, we were in Boulder, and they have these mile high pizzas, whatever. And they have these this very thick crust around the on around the pizza. They, you can get the largest one is fourteen pounds. You can get a fourteen pound pizza. Wow. Uh, and I got like a two pound pizza. And uh, is it just is the pound based on the crust? Well, it's the crust and the filling. A lot of it is crust, but the uh, they give you honey at the table to put on the crust. Really? And it was really good. Huh. I've never thought to have honey on something like that, but... I've had honey on bread. Just on bread? Yeah. Just like, give me some bread. Give me some honey. Yeah. Never done that. I mean, before. I don't use that voice. Yeah. yeah. I never do that. Give me honey. Uh, I'm give me some bread. Hey, bread, honey. Give me some honey. Give me some honey bread. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but that was amazing. So I'm just saying, if you ever have a lot of pizza crust left over, use some honey. How do we wrap it up? Uh, how do we wrap it up? Before we wrapped it up with these things, and then we were like, these aren't that great. <laughs> the last one felt better. That's it's it. over. That was the end no, of the no, show. No. It was fun. Yeah. It's a process. It's going to be tight. It's Whatever different. I edit this down to is going to be really tight. Yeah. I mean, five minutes is going to be awesome. Oh, five, five minutes. minutes this is going to be the best five-minute podcast ever. Welcome to Five Minute Phoebe. Five Minute Phoebe. Uh, no, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we're going to try to do this every other week. Yes. So we'll try to pump out two a month for you guys. Yeah. Uh, just because Scott and I are busy. Yeah. And we hope that we can make it work. We'll try again. Yeah. There you go. All right. Enjoy your week. Have, have a nice day. <laughs> This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.